BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. Um, we are here with my friend and Smoke and Mirrors founder and actor, David. Hey. What's up? How are you? Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. So... How old are you? Where are you from? Give us the goods. Um, I mean, well, you know me, but okay. I'm pretending not to. Okay, um, fine. I'm 26. Um, I live in New York. I'm from New York, born mm-hmm. and raised. Um, what else was there? I guess that's it. I mean, we could say your sign. He's a Pisces. I am a Pisces, yes. Yeah. Um, and are you, what's your current relationship status? I'm single. Nice. Ready to mingle. Ready to mingle. I love it. And where are you meeting girls? Are you dating right now? Or are you just like laying low? I don't Do know. you have a little rotation? All of the above, I guess. I okay. went on a date last night with a stranger. Oh, cool. Why was it a stranger? Because it was an app? No, no, I don't do the app thing. By the way, I noticed your nails are painted. They are. That's red. beautiful. Thank you. I'm channeling my mom. I oh, love that. She's like kind of my fashion Would you icon. say you're doing that because you're like so comfortable with your sexuality that like you don't care if someone thinks that that's like, you know. I'm pretty comfortable with my sexuality. I don't yeah. care if somebody thinks that I'm gay. Right. And I use it to my advantage a lot in business, just like, being a tease. and Ah, like flirting with men in, for investments? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Awesome. You got to do what you got to do. Um, so... You're, you have a little rotation. You went on a date last night. Tell us about the date a little bit. So, yeah, stranger, friend of a friend. Um, did I think her Instagram was private, so I hadn't even seen any oh. photos of her. I was just, like, very trusting. Um, did you? Were you let down? Or? No, no, she was cool. Yeah. Um, it was a 7.30 at the Bowery, like, on a Saturday night. I thought, we. I guess we both thought we were just going to meet for a quick drink because right. we're going to L.A. for right. a Monday. I don't know how long mm-hmm. we're going to be gone for, and I feel like... Once you've reached out to somebody, mm-hmm. if you don't, like, set a date right away, I don't want to fucking never see that person again because yeah. that's, like, like your whole relationship is now just texting somebody, like, when are we going to meet stranger? It burns out so quickly. Too. Yeah. Like, because I had my opening, like, yeah. clever, cute, little, like, text message, you know? Like, that's it. I want to I wanna meet after that. I don't exactly. want to have to think of another one. Right. Um, so, yes. Like, a quick drink, I think, ended up turning into a dinner... In the lobby okay. of the Bowery. Um, How, was it a smooth transition into dinner? Was it like, did you ask her if she was hungry? Yeah. 
More or less. I mean, nothing is like a smooth transition. Or right, right. Awkward, but. Yeah, on a date especially. Because a girl DM'd me this week and she was like, if a guy asks you if he's hungry on a date, do you think that means that he wants to eat or he doesn't want to eat? She's like, what does that mean? I mean, who knows? Yeah, it could mean a lot of things. Yeah. But I would say it means he's hungry. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I try to just, if I'm hungry, if I want to eat with somebody. But that, that yeah. actually happened. She was like, what are you trying to say here? Mm. Like, are we, are you saying that like you want to go... Meet your friends for dinner, or are you saying that right. you want to have dinner with me? Yeah, she was confused. I'm just like, I don't know. What do you want? Yeah, you you be the boss for me. But minute. just because you turned a drinks into a dinner doesn't mean that you're necessarily necessarily like super into it. No, I mean I don't know how I feel. Because I've it. had that happen to me, and then I never heard from him again, and now he's married. What do you think about guys who are like actually attracted to girls who aren't attractive? Do you know what I mean? How that's like a type sometimes. Yeah. It really is. I don't know. I think that. Do you think that it's a confidence thing? Like, they want to feel like they're, like, the breadwinner? I mean, you know what I'm saying. I do, and I don't know. Listen, I don't know if I can even say this on a podcast, but, like, I definitely have been in relationships with girls that my friends definitely did not think were attractive. That's fine to say. They can try to figure out if it's them. Right. Um, (laughs) And (laughs) I don't know. I did. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. That's all that matters. But... Why do you think that is? Do you think it's because you're like very attracted to personality only? Not only, definitely not only. Yeah, I'm pretty shallow. I, yeah. No, of course. But, but yeah, I am attracted to a, a certain personality. Mm-hmm. I do have like, I don't know. I, I listened to the Jake Smith episode. Yeah. I love Jake Smith, Big Wet, and um, he's coming back on the pod. Great. And and I, I remember the questions that you were asking about, like what he doesn't like, like what his yeah, like are. what are what are deal breakers for you. Deal breakers, for me, I think that the skin thing is very interesting and very true. Um, yeah. Certainly. Mm-hmm. And I think, in general, too much makeup for me. I like I like a girl who looks a bit more natural. Right. Um, I feel like you've never dated, you've never dated, at least from what I know, a girl who I would consider, like, jappy. That's true. Yeah. That is true. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't date jappy girls. Yeah. So that's a deal breaker for you. I have sex with a lot of Jeffy girls. <laughs> it's not a deal breaker. It's just right. I, t- I tend to, I don't know. Would you separate relationships and sex almost as like one of the things? Like, for example, we need shelter. We need maybe relationships, not like all the time, but at some point. We need sex. We need food. Would you separate the two or are they one and the same? I mean, they can be separate. They can be one yeah. and the same. You know, I think that... Like, I'm single now, mm-hmm. and I still have sex. Mm-hmm. Um, I get I get something out of that, but it's significantly less. And honestly, it's kind of depressing sometimes. Like, What is? Like, that it's just sex? Yeah. When you... Listen, I have... I think that the first time that you fuck somebody, unless there's, like, some, you know, serious attraction and connection, is usually not that special. Yeah. Um, it's just not. Like... Yeah. Because you don't know each other, like, you don't know what he, necessarily what each other responds to. You're just trying things that seem familiar. So basically you're right. taking all this other sex that you had with all these other people. Right. And you're bringing and trying it to bring into it this to that sex. Person. And that's right. not, you know, I think sex is a very personal to people. It's not like the whole so history of... So with you. Of, I did a poll question the other day that was like, do you think that everything a guy does to you he learned from doing to another girl? And it's 100% yes. I like, mean, the first time that you sleep together, definitely. Yeah, the first time. Like... I 
how like I remember the first time I slept with the guy like he and I talk about this all the time in this podcast like when he was fingering me instead of like going up he kind of just like pitter pattered around you know right and I'm someone who was someone yeah who like very externally him playing with their clit or whatever it was like was really into that but I had to literally be like hey like that's not my vagina like I don't like I'm happy that she liked that or whoever liked it but I need you to go up there right um and it's it's just so funny because if if we were able to have a real conversation before actually having sex, and he was like, "So what kind? What's your fingering style? Like, right. what? Um, by the way, I really like it when you get like give me kind of a hand job during blowing me or something like." But we'd do you want to have that conversation? Because don't you it's also awkward. doesn't a part of you just want the person to know how to fuck you? Like, Everyone wants of that, of course. But that's not ever going to happen. No, and in, unless and occasionally it will. Occasionally, yeah. it just will happen. Yeah, it, occasionally, and then you need to marry that person. Right? Maybe, <laughs> or maybe not. You know, because yeah, somebody else will sex. learn that. Right? Exactly. <laughs> and and like I'm seeing someone now, and I I said to him like right after sex the other day, I was like. You know what's so great? Sex isn't the great, like the best thing about this. Right. You know. Yeah. Like I actually am having just as much of an enjoyable time when we're not having sex. That's and important. That's so important. Sounds like you're really growing up. I guess so. <laughs> but I do love sex. Let me tell you. So right. Well, that so is part of it. I have a, a a lot of relationships that are purely sexual. Mm-hmm. That are long term. I would even say. You know. That fucks with girls a lot, I think. Yeah, probably. Because then they just assume that, like, you're going to develop feelings eventually, and if you don't, it's, like, offensive. Right. I've actually been in that situation where I was the girl, and I said something. It wasn't even that I said something. I was, like, pissed because he was, like... This is when Snapchat was, like, first coming out, and Mm -hmm. you could see everyone's best friend. Right. And his best friend was his ex. And I was like, we've been fucking for a year now. And you're best friends with your ex on Snapchat. Like, I made some comment. And then right. he was like, okay, well, now we're done. Because, like, you, it was, like, smooth until you, like, Oh, you but know. I'm not pretending it's all smooth and whatever. I mean, right. I am super open about it. I right. like the idea. I Listen, if this is not a relationship that somebody wants to be in, then... Right, what? it's not like you're forcing them to just be fucking. God forbid. They know exactly what it is. Yeah, well, I think, but I think when that is happening and that works... It's more fulfilling than just sort of like hitting somebody up or, I mean, not, no, this is just really hitting somebody up. That is what that is. No, no, no. But you're but, right. It's better to hit the same person up for sex than to be hitting up someone new right, every day. Right. And like, day. let's hang out. Because like, at I least like, you know what each other likes. Right. And then I like hanging out with that person and, you know, you have nice conversations and whatever. But it's, yeah, it, the primary yeah. mechanism of that relationship is sex. Meeting yeah. somebody, trying to take them home or taking them home. Right. I don't know. It's like... Not super fulfilling. Mm-hmm. It's you. You leave those things feeling depressed because you right. don't know what you're getting. Really. You don't even know that person. Also, right. And then you're having sex. You're inside of somebody, and you're just like, oh, I don't know if I yeah. want to be. Yeah. If I want this. Yeah. Let's talk about texting etiquette. I feel like you're definitely like a unique texter, even mm. though like we've never like texted in a romantic way. <laughs> Um, do you do that like on purpose when you are texting with a girl and she's like kind of boring over text? Does that piss you off? I don't know. I guess so. Yeah. I don't like to text. Mm-hmm. I do. I'm good at it. I like to talk on the phone. I like to FaceTime. So let's say I'm like a girl that you're interested in. How are you communicating with me? You like, okay. So then here's the thing. It's mm-hmm. kind of like 
it's a bet, you know, if yeah. you pick up the phone and then you can handle like this awkward FaceTime. Right. Then you can you're handle the best. Right. Yeah. Then you can handle this awkward face guy. Right. Um, and if you can't, then like, you know, maybe you can't. Yeah. Although, you know, there's so many texting is weird. Like all this shit is just fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hi. Um, if somebody can't like hang in text, yeah, like, and it's really bad, mm-hmm. yeah, that sucks. Um, what do you do? Like, would you ever address it? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I'd address, I'd address almost anything. Let's talk weird turn-ons, mm-hmm. like nice feet or like nice, um, you know, neck. I don't know. What's a what's a weird turn-on you have? Well, um, I feel like my weird turn-ons are pretty, like, personality-based. Mm. I like really fucking crazy people. You like a quirky girl. I do. I like a quirky girl, but she doesn't <laughs> talk like that. Um... Let's talk about religion when it comes to dating. Are you Jewish? I am Jewish. I know that. I knew that. <laughs> it, was so, it was so obvious. Um, um, okay, so do you care about dating a Jew? Marrying a Jew, let's say. I, I think I do have like the fantasy of marrying a Jewish person right? mm-hmm. because I really love... I love what I grew up with in terms of having Shabbat and yeah. in terms of like having, you know... Like a family dynamic that's sort of based around the the values and traditions of, of Jewish life. Yeah. Yeah. But I date girls who aren't Jewish and, you know, I picture myself with them. So it's not, I don't know, you know, like mm-hmm. ideally mm-hmm. I would marry, I would find somebody who was really beautiful and really cool and all of these things right. and also Jewish mm-hmm. and also everything, you know, mm-hmm. but who knows? Mm-hmm. I don't limit myself like... Totes. And, um... The last relationship I was in was with somebody who wasn't, oh, I mean, hard to define. What do you mean, hard, hard to define? She was kind of a Jew? She was kind of a Jew. Oh, her dad was a Jew. No, no, her mother was Jewish. Her mother's mother was Jewish, but she was also adopted, but, you know, like, so, hmm. not really. A Jew twice removed. Yeah. Do you have an opinion are you opinionated on your friends relationships yeah sure yeah um yeah i'm also like a matchmaker i have two of oh. my friends are in relationships that i Who? set up my friend michael goldberg and danielle nachmani oh were, how did you set them up um that's a good one uh i wonder if they'd be okay with me talking about this well you don't have to say their names you could start over and say i set up two of my friends I set up two of my friends mm-hmm. um how did you do it he like met her and was like kind of into her uh-huh. and she was not into him mm-hmm. and I was like you're a fucking idiot mm-hmm. she was working with me at the time so you convinced her to be into him mm-hmm. essentially I convinced her to give him a shot <laughs> yeah and she definitely thanks me for it because they're getting married that's this summer. amazing what are their signs do you know no I don't know signs yeah so you set up one couple um and and, and they're who's getting the married oh, um, and then my amazing. best friend James and the girl that he's currently dating Incredible. I love James. He went to BU. He did with me. Yeah. We went to BU together. For we had we had a good year. We had a good year. And then you left me. Yep. Me and James both transferred to NYU. Mm-hmm. To be artsy. Mm-hmm. And date Instagram models. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um great. So um let's talk about porn. Okay. Are you a frequent porn visitor? Oh yeah. 
What's your favorite porn websites? What are some of them? <coughs> um, well, I mean, they're all just tubes, you know? Yeah. Like, Pornhub is, like, I think, like, the most the most glossy sort of, like, yeah. interface. It, it's all beautiful. Yeah. Videos play as soon as you click on them. You don't have to press play. That I like. Yeah. Um, and then, like, me, I'm super specific. Mm-hmm. Like, when I want to search for something, so I'll go to one of those, like, Nude Vista or, like, X Videos. Do you know what these are? I know X Videos, but I don't know Nude Vista. Basically, like, you, it's it's an aggregator for all of the porn websites. So, like, oh. if you type in, like, a certain model oh, or something that you want to see... Oh, that's why X Videos is see, so good? Yeah. It's amazing. And then you click on, you know, in Nude Vista, yeah. you click on, like, the video that you want, and it'll open a link in, in YouPorn or Pornhub or any oh. of them. Um, so it's basically all of the websites in one. It's like the Google for porn. Mm-hmm. Something like that. That's amazing. And are you comfortable talking about what kind of porn you like? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Um, <laughs> I watch a lot of porn. Yeah, me too. Um, and the and it's not just... The way I watch porn is kind of psychotic, which is that... Um, you, do you, Are you one of those people that like jerk off while slapping your dick instead of like... Gra- like no. Giving yourself a hand, you know what I mean? No, I don't know. I don't know about that. Oh, maybe that was just. <laughs> I don't know about that. Okay. What I what I do is I, I'll tell you about it. But I open mm-hmm. like thirty videos on my computer. Mm-hmm. I need to just smash my face with mm-hmm. like this. But then you only porn. end up like watching one. No, I am masturbating while looking for porn. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, like, me too. I'm jacking off too. and opening videos and watching <laughs> them and then me jumping too. from video to video and just I, like, I, I like, literally have a similar style. Like, all the porn. Give me all yeah. the porn. I just want to be overstimulated. I'm not watching any of it. I'm just watching like 100,000 <laughs> people fucking on my yeah. laptop, like jumping through videos. Yeah. Like, But like, what's like some, like a search term? Uh, you know, anal. Um, oh, really? A lot of anal. Big anal guy. Mm-hmm. In porn. But not in, in practice. Not so much in practice, no, yeah. it's not. But I, you've dabbled. I have, I have um, like a penis that is <laughs> not suited for a lot of. What are, you, what are you trying to say here? I don't know. I have a, you you have think a, you have a big penis? I do. Okay. I do think I have a I big penis. I see what you did there on this if podcast. grew up in New York, they yeah. know that. Okay, I will back him up. I've seen his penis. Um, <laughs> when we were in middle school, David would whip out his penis and like flap it around. This sounds like sexually harassment, but it wasn't. No, he would just run. It was from amazing. One side of the room to the other. I know. Well, the thing about big penises. No, I don't, I would not want one in my butt. Yes. Right, but yeah. the other thing about big penises is that they're not that important. You're right. They're not, and I think that what a girl really likes about about a guy with a big dick is that she can go to her friends and tell and and people in general yeah, and just be like probably. he has a huge dick. But also, it does feel better. Uh, come on. Sure, I'm sure that it can. Yeah. I'm sure that it does, but I don't think it necessarily it is doesn't, better. How about this? It doesn't have to be a big penis, but it has to fit your vagina like well enough that it feels good. Right. Well, the point I'm making is that my dick has such good PR because it already had such good PR, and then, you know, I think that what girls really like about a guy with a big dick is that they're talking to their friends and, and different people about how they're with this guy who has this really big dick. Right. And, and that continues the PR machine. Do you think that's similar to, like, a girl with perfect tits? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Although, yeah. But even, but, like, you don't have sex with somebody's tits, you know? It's just, they're just that's something beautiful true. to look at. What about, like, a really tight pussy? A really tight pussy was, like, the, the reason that, like, most of my sexual experiences in high school were so emotionally scarring. 
Um, <laughs> like, but a like, really okay, not pussy? really. A nicely tight. Of course, pussy. I don't. Nobody like wants a perfectly, such some gaping a perfect pussy. fucking okay. pussy that they're gonna fall into. Right, but like, a, but like a perfect <laughs> no, pussy. A beautiful like, vagina yeah, a beautiful is vagina. a beautiful vagina is. There's nothing better in the but world. But do you think it's um, what's it called? Um, what's the word when it's like the opposite of like um, like when it's personal to to your preference? You know what I'm trying to say? Oh, you think there's like not there's. An, you, an do you think there's like a, a yeah exactly there is for me I don't know what's like your perfect vagina can mm. you try to describe it just like <laughs> just it's a it's a beautiful clean flower mm-hmm. you know like it's pink it's soft and pink and soft beautiful I is, don't know how I don't know is there hair so there can be mm-hmm. not a lot mm-hmm. um. And, you know, my preference, I think, is no. I like, I mean, I part of this, whatever reason, we fetishized a prepubescent, like, you know, shaved vagina. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, waxed, or ideally. So, th- yeah, so that's what you like. That is what I like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, because that's, you know, the porn that I looked at. I'm glad you're being honest like, about it. Because a lot of guys will be like, no, I, I like hair. And then, like, they'll have, you'll have hair, and they'll not, like, want to go down on you, you know? Right, yeah. That's not, no. Yeah. I mean... Listen, I, and I think that if all the vaginas that I had seen in porn and everything else growing up had hair on them, I would have liked vaginas with hair. But, right. you know, that's not what I saw. That's not that's what was sort true. of marketed to me. Yeah. And so that's not what I'm looking for. I want the thing that's on the box. You know, I don't want... So similarly, would you care if a girl had, like, fake boobs? No, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. And I've slept with people with fake boobs. Yeah. And no, not necessarily. I mean, shitty fake tits are shitty fake tits. Like, some yeah. rock hard, like, yeah. stripper tits? No. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people enhance or people have other reasons of doing that. Yeah. Um, you know? What's, like, an ideal date for you? Huh. An ideal date is, like, something super weird. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's our first date. We've never met. Like, you're super into me. Where are you taking me? I'm super into you? Yeah. If I'm super into you, I'm going to, like, I don't know, come and pick you up. From your house Aww, in an sweet. ice cream truck or something. Oh, you know, <laughs> that took a turn for the fun. Um, that is actually stolen. My my Someone best friend did Daniel that? did that. What? Yeah. That is such a good move. It's. I mean, he he is the king of those moves. Um, but but know. like, let's keep it like a little more low key, but still weird. Like, would you take them to a magic show? That could be funny. Yeah, it could be fun. Yeah, I mean, listen, like. If I'm super into you and we're dating already, yeah, I don't know. Like, I like to go to the theater, so that's a fun one. If, you take me to Dear Evan Hansen. Sure, if that if that's something that you wanted to see. Yeah, I do want to see it. Let's go. Okay, great. Um, I, I don't know. I like a long dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, I like walking. Mm-hmm. Um, Those are nice things. I don't like to go. To a club, mm-hmm. ever in my life, but Same. like definitely not <laughs> on a date. On a yeah. date, um, or like, you know, there's that whole like, a lot of girls like. Here's the thing: uh, Saturday night, on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like during the winter, very easy to get like a cute, lovely girl who you're like kind of seeing to like come over and watch a movie and like hang yeah. out and just like you know have a great time. Yeah. Saturday night, I don't want to go out. You're talking to, you know, 
a girl and you're just like I just let's just stay in like yeah you know whatever and like she's like okay I'm going to dinner that's like all I want to do that sounds amazing and then she'll hit you up after and be like like meet me at you know um, socialista right you know because like there's this thing that people like want to go out even if they say that they don't like they don't want to miss something yeah and... I don't know I mean clearly you haven't hung out with Liz and I <laughs> No, but I have hung out, with, I've hung out with Liz. No, my point is, like, not every girl wants to go out. No, definitely not. Yeah. I don't um, know that's what he's saying, though. No, it's not. What I'm saying is more so, like, there he, are a lot of there are a lot of those girls who want to go out. And yeah. also, I don't know, going out sucks? I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. So you prefer a girl that, like, doesn't want, need to go out. Doesn't on, need to go out to a, to a socialista. Right. You know, like, let's go have a drink in the East Village. Let's right. go do something... Right. Funny. Who or doesn't fun. need to be like in the scene. Right. Yeah. I, I don't want to go see everyone. Yeah. What is Socialista, by the way? It's the club above um, Gibriani. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> She's like, cool. Uh, well, I can't wait. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> there. Um, would you rather date a girl with a great face or a great body? Great face, but the body hopefully is okay. It's not. It's not. No. It's a shit. <laughs> it's a shit body. Shit. I don't know. It's a tough one. Mm-hmm. If I had, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I. I don't think I make the sacrifice one for the other. But great face. Yeah. You look at a face more than you look at a body. It's true. You are very close with your friends. Um, what's? Uh, do you usually like introduce a girl to your friends right away? Do you take more Pretty time? Soon. Pretty soon. Yeah, it's important. Because you want your friends to like them more, or you want her to like them more. You know. Hmm. Well, I find that in a lot of relationships that I'm in, my friends, because I'm so close to my friends, Mm -hmm. and I am, it's like, um, hard to explain. Yeah, they're like family. Over a podcast, but yeah, they are, they are really, and everyone, but everyone will say that their friends are like family, but they're not. My friends are really like family. Yeah. Um, (laughs) yours aren't. No. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, I mean, I find that a lot of relationships, my, my relationships, my friendships sort of permeate into that like take over that person's social life a yeah. little bit and that you know that's not to say that I don't want to meet um your friends and hang out with your friends and there are relationships in which I've made a lot of new friends right because of the girl that I was dating but in general mine tend to just because they're so strong and my friends are so great honestly mm-hmm. like that it becomes like a huge um part of the relationship so mm-hmm. yeah I mean I it's important for me um, that the person I'm with like like my friends and my friends like them. Yeah, me too. So you mentioned that you like to date older. Mm-hmm. Have you ever dated younger? Yes, my last relationship I was in. Mm-hmm. And what did you find were like some of the differences? Um, or do you think it's like all mental? Yeah, it is all mental. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it's necessarily like and some certain things come with age. Mm-hmm. Or don't I think like certain career things come with age, sort of mm-hmm. like understanding, having a better sense of what it is that you want, you know, want to do, just because you have more years of experience in figuring that out. Like mm-hmm. definitely, um, but I don't think that that's something you can't have when you're young. Again, as the younger person in those relationships, I can attest to the fact that that's not necessarily the case. You know? mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's it is all mental. I think I think that isn't necessarily a rule for me. It's just something yeah. that ended up happening because of of the things that I seek in another person. Mm-hmm. Do you know your sex number? I don't know what that means. Like the number of people that you've had sex with. Oh. I thought it was like um, like, a, <laughs> like a sign or something. Like a, like a sex number. 
that's my number. When it's the I'm, tenth, I'm an eight. When it's yeah, when it's the tenth, like that's when you're really that's when you're gonna fuck, and you know, the twentieth is no no good for you. Um, do I know my sex number? No, I don't. Mm-hmm. It's very high. Do you are you like confident about that? Would you be happy to share that if if a girl asks you? Would I be happy? Would I be confident in saying it's like quite high? Yeah. Or like, would you lie to make it less? I would probably lie to make it less. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because a lot of most of those are regrettable. Right. <laughs> so you just you just you just subtract like the regret. No. Do you? What about a girl though? Like, if if a girl had a high sex number, would you be judgmental about it? No. Mm-hmm. Would you want to know? Like, do you want to know how many people, how many guys? Or girls that someone has had sex with. Inevitably, I think it comes up and you do want to know. Because, of really? course, you want to know everything that you don't know. I have to tell you, it's never really come up, like, inevitably for me. I think it inevitably comes up for me because because a girl will ask me. and That's what a lot of guys have said. But I would never want to know right. how many. I would never many. ask a guy. I would never ask a guy that. <laughs> how many people have yeah. in your life? It's kind of a really weird thing. It is. Because, first of all, no one's going to be happy with the answer. Exactly. And, like, if they say really low, you're, like, concerned. And if they say really high, you're concerned. So, it's a lose-lose. Yeah. I mean, it's a lose-lose when you look at it from that frame of mind. But right. like, when you're looking at it as more, like, you, you ask your friends, like, their numbers and you're curious, like, about... I honestly don't. You don't? No. I don't ask my friends their numbers either. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> You ask your friends their numbers, right? No, me either. Okay. Um, what do you think of butt stuff? Uh, we talked about anal. Do you fingers and stuff? Fingers in the butt, like for you in your butt. Would you be open to something like that, or would you be like, get away from me? I have been open. Uh-huh. It's not. It's not my favorite sensation. Mm-hmm. I do like to do it. Mm-hmm. To other. I like to, to be. To the, I like to be the finger rather than mm-hmm. the butt hole. Good for you. More guys should. <coughs> um, and. Do you do you manscape? A little. Yeah. Do you find that like when you have like less hair, it looks bigger? Probably right. Yeah. I'll tell you what I what I do. Tell us. Um, because you know I'm I'm a Sephardic. I'm Iraqi. My family's Iraqi. Right. I'm not super hairy all over. Yeah. I have I have some pubes. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, Let's hope. I have some pubes. So I like to trim them. Yeah. With a scissor or with a whatever, mm-hmm. um, there is like, you know, on a man on like sort of the bottom of the shaft of the dick, there yeah. are some hairs that sort of yes. like blend in. I know from the yeah. from you know the groin to yes. the actual penis. How do you take care of those without it's hurting yourself? Not easy, uh-huh. but you. I think you have to do it. Yeah, because. You know, you have to do that. Do you know anyone that's waxed their dick? I don't know mm-hmm. anyone that's waxed their dick. Yeah. I'm sure that I do, but right. I don't know of that. Right, right. So, how, so... And I also think a hairless penis is probably fucking weird to look at, no? Or do you like that? Um, I, I do think that that sounds weird, but at the same time, I just don't like any hair right. at all. A hair is a scary thing to me. I yeah, I don't like hair, so I'm fine with a hairless dick. Like it doesn't freak me out that much. Have you seen a hairless dick? I actually yes, I dated a guy who like would take everything off, and like I think it was really weird. But I also like didn't wasn't. I've off, done that you know? like when I was like 13, 14 at yeah. camp. Like I shaved my whole dick. Like, yeah. Nobody, nobody saw it. <laughs> yeah. But I did it. 
And maybe we'd saw it. Yeah. <laughs> you <Yeah>. never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People saw it. What I meant was they never yeah. slept with anyone. Right. Um. <laughs> That's great. Um, let's talk about virginity. Um, how old were you? 14. Mm-hmm. And was that a meaningful thing to you or just like you wanted to get it over with? No. Do you not know that story? No, please oh, tell it's us, super dark. but don't name names because we want to put it on. It's super dark, and I'll, I guess, after finishing telling the story, decide if we're going to leave it on the podcast. Okay, But um, I was 14, she was 14, he was also 14. <laughs> no. Wait, what? It was a threesome. Oh. <laughs> we were all virgins. My God. You must keep this. It was horrible. What happened? It was just, the whole thing was really was just terrible. Uh huh, we were all virgins. The way that you said that was so good. Yeah. I was 14. She was. And he was 14. Yeah. And it's something that I really. Was it a pact? About. Was it a pact? Yeah, I guess. It was like. Yeah. I don't know. It was something that was just ha- that just happened in music class, which was the last wow. class of the day. Yeah. And we ended up, wait, did you just look at Liz Mandelman and ask her if it was her? No. <laughs> it wasn't. She said, did you know this? No, it was uh, I know her was story. Was it you, Liz? <laughs> no. Um, it, was a, it was a whole clumsy, disgusting disaster. Um, and I can't even really count it as the first time I had sex because I don't want to. And because, like, just mechanically, I don't think that... It, there was, you know, penetration and there was sex, but it, well, I didn't. Were there condoms? There were condoms. Okay. Of course there were condoms. Yeah, yeah, I'm just making sure. And then after trying this threesome, like, he left the room. And because it was just all too weird. And mm. we ended up having sex. Mm. And then... No, I left the room. Oh. And they ended up having sex and then I came back in the room... And then had sex with her. And, and then he couldn't left. have sex with her. Because I was just like, yeah. this is too fucking dark and painful. And I really wish that this never happened. Right. And like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't know what to do. Um, yeah. Here, I'm just a stupid 14-year-old boy doing something stupid. Right. I'm way in over my head. Mm-hmm. And then very shortly after that started having sex. Um, you know, because like it's like the, you break the seal and now you're super confident. And right, people know right. you're not a virgin and then girls right. want to have sex with you. Um, maybe. Yeah, no, definitely. That, that happens. Yeah. Speaking of, like, scarring experiences, um, have you ever been to therapy? Therapy? Yeah. Have I ever been to therapy? Yeah. I'm, I don't think I've ever not been in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> well, not everyone, like, goes to a therapist. We're just from New York. Right. You no. Know? Yeah. I've been in therapy forever. Mm-hmm. Um... I think most therapy is garbage. I think if you sit mm-hmm. on a couch and you rehash and talk about the things that, you know, make you sad about your childhood or your traumatic memories mm. or these experiences and you're just sitting there talking about how you're mad at your mom and your dad and this and that and right. whatever, you don't ever get out of any of those feelings. I think that the only kind of therapy that works is something that's based in changing your habits. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're unhappy with with the, with where you're at... Mm-hmm. It's because of the, the choices that you're making and the habitual responses that you have to emotions and external stimulus. Like mm-hmm. the way that you handle, you know, um, shame or guilt or, I mean, just 
like do your, something different right like your reactions like if you want to have like if you have a short temper and you want to get better something like something right like that. exactly mm-hmm. if you know yeah and uh, that's it i just think changing your so, habits is the only thing so works. people who go into therapy to like blame other people or just to talk about it or and just constantly talking yeah. about it that doesn't help you right it's not like oh we're like gonna get to the bottom it. of we're yeah. gonna get to the bottom of this issue and then once we find right. out that it's because you know, you saw your parents fucking, <laughs> right. like, then you're going to be okay. No, that's yeah. not, you're you're going to be worse even. Maybe. Right. Yeah, probably. You know? um, it, that that kind of, like, digging deep, scratching, mm-hmm. and, that, and people try to rehash that in relationships, too, where it's mm-hmm. like, let's really talk about this. And yeah. Oh. Rather than, like, let's figure out a way that we don't ever get to this place right. again. Right. I'm so with you. People need to think about it differently. Mm-hmm. And I think that, yeah, there's two therapy like situations and there's the former and then the latter which is just so much better um i'm with you on that and would you like want your partner to have been in therapy like do you care what does it depend on if they need to be in therapy and a Mm -hmm. lot of the people that i date do so (laughs) so you don't think that everyone does no yeah no not at all Mm -hmm. i don't think it's like oh if you go and talk to somebody like you know then you're a better you're better off. You're a better person. Right. I'm really not in therapy so much anymore. Yeah. I kind of like figured out how to arrange my life mm-hmm. so that I make the d- decisions that are good for right. me. Right. Um, you know, there have been points where I've been super depressed. And yeah, when you see somebody like that or who doesn't know how to sort of manage and is constantly overwhelmed by their emotions and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Yeah, that person should probably go and talk to somebody and figure out how to frame things. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about uh, paying at the end of the date. Um, so we, someone said a quote to me and they were like <clears throat> if a girl doesn't offer to pay on the first date don't take her on a second one and if a guy doesn't pay for the first date don't go on a third or something like that do you pay do you <clears throat> insist on paying for dates yeah I always pay always. <clears throat> and um, why is that I don't know mm-hmm. because like I don't, I don't, it's not, it's not like, oh, I don't think that this person can afford this or that, or it's like, oh, I'm so wealthy that like I should handle, it's just like, I want to take you on a date. Yeah. You know, I want to be the one who is like paying for it Mm -hmm. because I don't want this to, I don't want there to be, I don't want you to have to have paid to have a nice time with me. Let me pay for us to have a nice time. I don't know. Because you're traditional. I guess so. Yeah. In that way. In that way. I'm which wearing is, nail which polish. Is good. Which is yeah. In, in other ways, you're not. Right. Um, so if a girl offered, <laughs> if a girl offered to, to split it with you, would you be offended? No. Would you? Would no. you say yes? Girls often offer to split mm-hmm. things. I also am very, very adept at getting a check and paying for it without anyone ever knowing that it's happened. Which more guys should learn how to do. Right. Because it avoids the entire awkward. Yeah, exactly. It's just done. Yeah. You know? Um, it's not a... It's just... Right. Quick. hmm But, like, I'm sure you have friends that maybe don't have the same sentiment. Like, let's say one of your friends, like, had a date, insist on splitting it. Would you think that that meant that they weren't into them? No. hmm No. I don't... I mean, I don't think X means anything. Right. I just don't. You just think the right thing to do is to pay. For me. Yeah. Yeah. What are some date spots um, that you have gone to in the past so that people listening will know? 
I don't know if I want to give that away. <laughs> um, I think the Bowery is a great place for a first date. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, not a first date, but like uh, meeting somebody for a drink or something. Mm-hmm. Because... <clears throat> it's a good room. I like I like a hotel lobby, you know, mm-hmm. somewhere where there isn't music or mm-hmm. there's quiet music. You're having a drink, <clears throat> and it's a casual atmosphere. People are coming in and out, and, you know, it's not like going to a restaurant where you're sort of stuck until the end of a meal or whatever. When you don't have, like, a, like this is going to last X amount of time, mm-hmm. it usually, I think, is, like more relaxed and it ends up lasting longer and being more pleasant because like you're not thinking about what am I getting out of this what is what is this mm-hmm. you know I think the less there is to think about the better I really like <clears throat> like as far as romance like I like Il Buco I think mm-hmm. Il Buco is a great restaurant for like a nice yeah. dinner um, <clears throat> I live across the street from Bar Pitti mm. that is the date that's yeah. the dinner where, you know, it's just we're going to have a quick dinner and have sex, but yeah. also not necessarily because that is my, like, favorite restaurant, and so I eat there all the time. Right. I love that place. But it definitely is, like, <clears throat> a little... Sp- I mean, I'm kind of... if My animal is a spider, mm-hmm. I think, and, like, that's my spider thing, like, especially if a girl doesn't know that I live across the street mm-hmm. from, from Bar Pity, and, like, mm-hmm. we go have dinner there, mm-hmm. and then we end up with, like, hey, come check out my apartment, which right. is cool, and, like, I'm right. constantly redecorating it totally. and doing things, so it's, like... You know, come over, hang out, and then it's inevitably... It's the go-to move, the signature yeah. move. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> fuck, I, just have to I guess not anymore. Okay. It was. Mm. <laughs> Would you, like, how how much do you show the girl, like, up front about, like, your, like, weirdness and your, Everything. like... Mm-hmm. Everything. Would you add her on Snapchat, like, right away? Oh, you're saying, like, so that she can watch my stories yeah, and see, like, like, who I really am yeah, and all exactly. that? No. Mm-hmm. No, I'd... Try not to make a social media connection with somebody unless I actually know them. Mm-hmm. Um, unless it's somebody who I'm like trying to slide into their DMs, which has so, happened like, and worked. You're not gonna start following them until like the fourth date. It depends. Mm-hmm. It really depends. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. And um, what are some like dating like kind of quotes or things that you live by, if there is any? Hmm. I don't know. Like I'll give you an example okay. of one. Like. Um, when someone shows you who they are, like, believe them the first time. Or, like... That, that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. I mean... But you have to think of your own. Okay, like, you're talking about dating, like, relationships. Yeah. Right? I think that a lot... the the mo- One of the most common things is mm-hmm. that it's similar to what you just said. Mm-hmm. Like, people are often in relationships and they're angry at the person for not being somebody who they're just not. Like, mm. people are often in relationships with people and, like, they don't understand why this person isn't acting in this way right. or that way. or be- And it's, like, you created that version of that person completely in your head. Mm-hmm. Like, it comes out a little bit because in the beginning of a relationship, people are being the best versions of themselves, like, right. no matter what. But I think a lot of the time, somebody has made no, inc- like, no indication that they are X person and, and somebody's in a relationship with them. And they're angry at them because they're not X person. Right. But like, you should also look at yourself and realize that you're you you're don't you don't want to be with the person that you're with. You want to be with somebody who you created in your head. You know, right. like, and that, I mean, is <laughs> just unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not. You don't want to. And then you you want you're like fighting for a relationship that never existed. Right. 
And like you want this person to be, you don't even want to be with them. Yeah. You know, you don't. You don't like them because everything that you're saying about them, the way that they're being, is right. who they are, and you don't like that. So how do you avoid something like that? Like taking your sweet ass time to get to know someone? No, <clears throat> no, no, no. I think you avoid something like that by being really aware of and realistic about who the person is. <clears throat> yeah, and being aware of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, the mind games that you're playing with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's not easy. I think that that comes from like a certain mental and emotional hygiene that most people don't have. Yeah, it's true. Let's talk sex toys. Do you like them? Um, I have used two sex toys in my life. Can I guess? Mm-hmm. The vibrating ring? No. Oh. The jack rabbit? Don't know what that is. Yeah, it's a dildo. I don't know why you would have used it. Um, <laughs> what are the sex toys? One of them was a penis pump. Oh. Um, I was with a girlfriend. We were walking by a sex shop on What does that Avenue. do again? You put your dick in there. Yeah. And you, like, pump it. You know mm. the thing from Austin Powers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swedish penis enlarger mm. pump. Um, and you pump it, and I don't know what happens. I guess it, like, makes your dick, yeah. like, pumped up. It's like a Viagra type thing. I guess. It was it was very painful, very <laughs> scary, very funny. Mm-hmm. We did it sort of, like, as a joke. That's great. Um use that once with this other person mm-hmm. not in a sexual way more so in like a funny way yeah um, and what was the other was uh, a long time ago it was like a little little tiny like white vibrator mm. um, that like you put on the clip mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've, yeah I've heard about those and I think that I think this was in a relationship with somebody who didn't um, come from vaginal penetration yeah so what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I already know that. <laughs> um, so, like, you know, if you're not going down on them or, or, or yeah. playing with them. Like, no, yeah, that's a really good way to do it. I guess. Yeah, but it's not something that we use that often. Yeah. It's also, like, at the end of our relationship, obviously. Yeah. That's when the sex toy comes in is at the end of the <laughs> um, um, Save us something. <laughs> have you had a threesome since your virginity threesome? Yeah. Not with two guys. Because it just, it clearly wasn't a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Sucked. Yeah. Listen, if I was like a little bit gay, mm-hmm. I'm sure it'd be fun. Right. I'm not. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that any guy who has a threesome with another guy is a little bit gay? No. Well, I had a threesome. Well, I am a little bit gay, obviously, <laughs> if, by that logic. But no, what I'm saying is there's just another guy you're sharing the, sa- the stage with, you right. know what I mean, who you're not interacting with sexually. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, if I if I wanted to fuck a guy and a girl at the same time, right. hell yeah. But yeah. I, I'd rather yeah. rather everyone there be available to me yeah. and my penis. That's that's fair. Um, everyone in the room should should be should for me, be, for yeah, my pleasure. Of course, every everything. <laughs> everything for you. Um, okay, there's we only have time for two more questions. Okay. Um, do you prefer your partner to be like silent and moaning like mm during sex or, or do like you want dirty them to talk? talk yeah depends if you're good at if you're good at dirty talk cool why don't you just tell them what to say like because there's not that's not what i want right but how but like i let's say we're having sex and like i'm trying to dirty talk for the first time i don't know if you're gonna like it like then don't i might that's not you i want to have no, sex with I, you i like it let's say no but like, let's say you okay but if you can't yeah, yeah. dirty talk mm-hmm. don't do it right i want to have se- i want to have sex with you can you give me an example of good <laughs> dirty talk though no Please. I can't because <laughs> it's like in the moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can't. I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. Like you don't have like a script of like are people have. Is scripts? dirty talk like 
would would you consider dirty, dirty talk actor. being like, does this feel good or like, you know what I mean? No, something. that's weird. <laughs> does this feel good? Oh my god, no, like something like like you like that. It's like, improv. It's yeah. just like if you say something that feels natural and real in the moment, right. and like it's a little dirty or like weird or whatever, like all the better. Right. If 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 you don't have anything to say, don't say anything. <laughs> right. That's so true. It's also okay. Like don't like just start talking out of your ass. Right, because I'm not having sex with you thinking, why isn't she talking? You know, that's not what I'm thinking about. Like, or oh, I wish that we were, ha- I wish that she was oh, talking dirty to me. I'm not, you know. Yeah. I don't need that to, to sort of get get off. I, I kind of do. Okay. And that's cool. Yeah. And so. Yeah. Right. Everyone needs something different. Yeah. Um, is I it? Don't, I don't want somebody who's like just not there. Right. But I don't need the dirty talk. Yeah. You need like a little moan. Here and there. Yeah, you need something. Yeah. You need that uh, validation. I do. That validation. Some kind of validation. (laughs) Um, And do you wish an outside force would tell you who you're meant to be with? I don't know if you watched Black Mirror, but there was like an episode about this. I've seen every episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. No. Definitely not. I don't think that there's somebody who you're supposed to be with. Well, not that, but like, I don't know, let's say an outside force would tell you who you do end up with. No. I think that the whole beauty of a relationship is... Not knowing. That it's work. Mm-hmm. That you actually have to fucking work at it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I don't think that there's a person who you who you should be with. I think it's like you you. It's a million factors. It's where you are personally, mm-hmm. where the other person is personally, mm-hmm. like, and and you know then saying okay, this is the suffering that I have elected to suffer through forever, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna work at it. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, beautiful way of looking at it. Yeah. But because there's something beautiful about no, about yeah. suffering with some with somebody's shit. It's true. It's and true. putting when up with it right and person. dealing with it and growing together and you know like making your craziness their craziness and your and their craziness yours. I love that. That's the fun of a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. I do think you should ask me about my last relationship. Oh right, we wanted to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what was your last relationship? How long have you been single? I've been single. Since June or July, mm-hmm. my last relationship was interesting because it was with somebody who um, was also not looking to be in a relationship at all. So it was like you didn't have a choice because you guys just had overwhelming feelings for each other? Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Basically, like <clears throat> I had planned this New Year's trip to Japan mm-hmm. with some friends. And... Uh, some single friends, some friends who weren't single. And um, I hadn't booked anything yet. But mm-hmm. basically, like, Michael, the, my friend who I set up with his now fiancé, mm-hmm. um, was going with uh, his girlfriend, his fiancé now, to, to Japan. And my best friend James was supposed to come with me. He decided not to go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, fuck. Like, I'm going to Japan, what, with another couple? Like, I'll rather fucking kill myself. Right. And... Um, you know, but it's something I really wanted to, to do. And then I ended up going on this date with this girl, having a really good time. And on the first date, being like, do you want to go to Japan with me next week for two weeks? Mm-hmm. And she said yes. And we went. And ended up staying for a month. So you had literally just gone on one date and then you went to Japan. Our second date was Japan. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> for it's a way month. better than some of my... Yeah. For a month. Um, <laughs> and... I had the best fucking time. Mm-hmm. And, like, obviously, that's, you know, the 
really the best way to really hit the gas in a relationship. Yeah. Because you're cohabitating with somebody for a month. You are in another country and like there's jet lag and like you see that person being really shitty as well right. as being really great and like, you know, there's no hiding anything. Nothing. And, you know, I said, this isn't suffering that I can abide. Right. And, um, and yeah, we really like ended up having a nice like six or seven month relationship. Mm-hmm. But it was tough because I was in LA shooting that movie with Gil right. um, for a lot of that or like working on the script or whatever. So it was back and forth and it was kind of like this absentee relationship that, mm-hmm. you know, but we got into it, I think neither of us having really wanted to be in a relationship right. and sort of just through all of that, like being super drawn to each other and we had the best sex ever. And it was, uh, um, and you know, there were a lot of other things, mm-hmm. but it was... What ultimately, like, tore you guys apart? Um, I think that it goes back to the fact that neither of us really wanted to or felt like we were in a place to be in a relationship, mm-hmm. like, when that relationship started. And I don't think we really, I really don't think that we were. Mm-hmm. And, um, there were a lot of, like... I don't know, issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, like, made it not the healthiest relationship. Right. Um, Which goes back to, like, you know, good sex is great, but, like, there needs to be other things aligned as well. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, in another, like, time and in another place, like, and I feel that way about most relationships that I've right. been in, like, you know, could have worked out if X, Y, and Z. Well, now you know you can go to Japan with a girl after one date and still have a good time. Yeah. That's a great feeling. Yeah, and again, like, that could have been terrible, yeah. you know, because that could have been really, like, writing a fucking check that, right. you know, you're stuck with the fucking person. Yeah, that would be awful. But that's great. And, yeah, no, I, I do believe in, like, taking a leap and, like, doing something that will test the relationship early on. I can't help it because I, that's yeah. what I do. I'm so impulsive. Right. I take these fucking so you leaps. Can't, you can't really like go slow when you meet a girl. No, 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 no. I'll t- I tell you that I love you immediately. And it's, really? Yeah, but like that word means nothing to me because I say it to everyone. Mm. So it's mm. like, you know, but like at the same time, What's like it does What's the quickest you've said I love you to a girl? I don't know. Quick. Like first date? No. That's yeah. kind of weird. Five minutes. <laughs> five, five, six minutes. Yeah. Yeah, no. That's, no, but... Like like a few weeks in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And usually I get it back. Wow. But I am super impulsive and like an all-encompassing, like I take over, mm-hmm. you know? I just mm-hmm. come in and it's just like explosive, Yeah. usually unhealthy relationship. Mm. <laughs> Such a water sign. Yeah. Um... What's your rising sign and moon sign? Do you know? No, you would have you. You've told me before, but I don't know. Probably, we'll look it up after this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Any last words Ugh. for some single guys in the city who, um, you know, also want to have, I guess, the luck that you have. I'm very dating. lucky. Um, I don't know. Be a good person. Yeah. Like, don't be an asshole. Don't mm-hmm. lie. Here's the thing: there, are, there are sleazy guys, and there are assholes, and there are like cocky dudes, and they're like. I'm a creep, okay? Yeah. I'm not, I'm a, I'm a creep. I'm creepy. Yeah. And I own that. Mm-hmm. I know that. I can't help it. I'm weird and I'm just like a little creepy. Yeah. But I'm not like disgusting. Mm-hmm. I'm not a sleazebag. I'm not right. an asshole. Right. I'm very nice. I'm very respectful. I don't put people in uncomfortable positions. I don't, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm a, just, I try to do no harm. Yeah. So like if the worst thing is that like, you know, you look at me and I'm a little creepy, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be be yourself. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> be yourself. 
even if that's a little creepy, but don't be... Don't be an asshole. An asshole. Be a good person. I'm, I'm with that. Love it. If you guys want to follow David, his Instagram handle is... Shebby Baby. <laughs> that's S-H-E-B-B-Y Baby. Baby. And um, check out Smoke and Mirrors, smokeandmirrors.com. Smokexmirrors.com. Smokexmirrors. And check out me and Gil's new movie, um, yes. Big Break, starring... Yes. Me and Gil and David Arquette and Tom Cockerell. Wasn't my friend Liz Turner in that? Liz Turner. You, she's your friend. She's a goddess. Oh yeah, we interned together like a we, few years ago. I'm in love with her. I'm trying to get her on this podcast. Get her on this podcast. I'm, I'm trying. I'm doing my best. Um, and yeah, and follow the podcast on Instagram at We Met at Acme and write us a review and um, do our polls. And um, that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. Bye.